0: This is Christy. And I'm Jenna. And this is Badass Moms. Badass. If your kid ate mud and you don't know what to do and your neighbors judge and your in-laws should eat too,
1: pour tequila in your coffee. Don't go and ask your mommy. And together we'll break it down. The badass moms like a badass mom would do. We're here for you.
0: Welcome back to the Bad Moms Podcast. As always, I'm one half of the Bad Moms, Jenna Levine Lou, founder of Six Cool Moms. And with me, as always, is my beautiful Magnanimous, that seems like the wrong word, but I'm sticking with it. Yes, co host Christy Mirabella, founder of Fierce Mama Coaching, and the only person on this planet that could really help you get your shit together. Hi, Christy,
1: just the only person it's true. It's me or the god, you know, no pressure. We rubbing, we rubbing elbows up and down with the JC. Don't forget Uh about the Holy Spirit. Oh my god, I can throw and spit some rhyme. No, yeah, hey.
0: I was. Okay. Oh, happy. did you like my rap, by the way? It I did. My rap, I think I caught it. was really cute, and I I <laughs> love hearing your voice. It made me happy. I, um,
1: I said my rap. I didn't rap a lick because I am not a rapper. Um. Yeah. You so are,
0: you are. What? You are a rapper.
1: I, I will. I'll do whatever I need to do. Um. Mm-hmm. I want to hear about your life. Oh, you do. I do.
0: How is it going? I haven't. <laughs> that was a yet. nice. It was a great tee up because I had said there was something I wanted to. <laughs> wait till the podcast to talk about, I had taken Princess Poppy to Green Meadows Petting Farm, which is this little petting zoo. It's actually not little, it's fairly large in, I think, Iamsville, Maryland. Mm. I think that sounds about right. And I think I had more fun than Poppy. And the only animals you couldn't really touch were the chickens and the turkeys, because you cannot domesticate them. They are just mean animals. But those were the animals she wanted the best. And because I'm 12 years old, I pretty much chased the turkeys around gobbling at them. Mm-hmm. I can see that. And Poppy was really into it. And she started gobbling too. So I was like, <laughs> the turkeys were like, and Poppy was like, gobble, gobble. It was really cute. Precious. That's my turkey. I hope you guys liked it.
1: You, you know, my germaphobe loves petting zoos. Oh, you don't? No, I still go. I still do it. I'm not going to make Cora like me, but I, inside I die.
0: <laughs> I'm like goats all up in the goats. I'd rub my face You're licking goat. fur, hair, whatever they call it on a goat. I love it. I love it. And, you know, also it's just cute to see, it's cute to see kids around animals. Yeah. Because she was like, goat. age.
1: Yeah. I miss that age. Like them discovering, seeing things like that up at close and personal and getting all excited. If no, I can teach I my daughter. I really love animals and I- I I really do. It's just I have to like separate the germ factor that, you know. Do you have any? Nope. Just my wild self. I get it. I have the two cats, and they're disgusting. Yeah. I became allergic to cats. Um, dogs. I'm we're, me and Cora are trying to um, convince Mike to get a dog. It's it's on our
0: manifestation plan for 2021. I love that a manifestation plan. All right, what's co- what's going on in your life? Mm, you know,
1: I actually just got off the phone with Giant. I was trying to get up at there and get stabbed in my arm so I could like, you know, block diseases. <laughs> and as my mom keeps telling me, I'm, um, she's like, oh, you're allowed to get it now. You're allowed to. And I keep believing her. And I keep calling these places. They're like, we're not doing that yet. And so she did it again. But they did say that I could, I'm not going to even tell which Giant people, there's a lot of locals. I don't want to ruin my hotspot, but they said I could call at a certain time and see if there's any leftovers and then they would stab me. So I'm going to stalk giant. I love it. Yeah. I just want to get stabbed. I got you. I've been stabbed. It's not bad. (laughs) So that's, that's about, uh, Oh, the bee. Did I tell you about all the bees in the yard was (laughs) brings all the bees to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. No, I mean, ta- I'm telling you, this is very important. Our podcast okay. is now turned into talking about- Bee talk? Bee talk and whatever else comes up. Um, mounds of bees, hundreds of bees. forming. They're minor bees. They're called minor bees.
0: and What makes them minor? That seems so negative. They literally
1: mine your, oh. your earth. <laughs> they're <laughs> mining
0: bees. They, I was like, minor. I was like, why those bees? Why are, they why are those they bees underage. on the low level?
1: They underage. So, they're in um, your like, lawn, like- like, they have like torn up my lawn. So, because say, there are bee lovers out there, I'm not going to disclose what <laughs> happened. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> I did get someone to come out and look at the situation. It's it's being taken care of. Okay.
0: Okay. The bees are being relocated, relocated to a farm upstate
1: called relating- Bee Heaven Paradise. Uh-huh. Bee Bee
0: Paradise. It's Bee Paradise the rivers flow with honey. The flowers always need to be pollinated. It's a beautiful world. Yes. Should we so that, get to some questions?
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess. Also,
0: I will, I do want to say that I do appreciate that you're like, Jenna, did I tell you about the bee situation in my yard? I like, this was something I had to have told Jenna about the bees. In my I mean, yard. I
1: figured I must have told you about the bees, Jenna.
0: That's mom life for you. Like once you're, In your 30s and 40s, you're like... Can I tell you about the bees? And I'm asking questions sort of like, oh, like, so did they destroy your lawn? I would have asked what pesticide you use. Do they hurt the flowers? What seed do you use for your lawn? How far
1: apart are the mounds?
0: Yeah, let us know, guys. Drop us a message if you want us to just solely turn this podcast into us talking about plants and bees.
1: Plants and bees. And I'm sorry. I think it's good. I've had a couple people write and say they like when we chitty chat, so... I know. Maybe
0: we're interesting after all, Jenna. Oh, yeah. I did also go on a mom's um, getaway with two of my friends. We went to Ocean City. And I, uh, we're all vaccinated. I um, lived it up because, like, I didn't have a kid or a husband. So I partied like I was in my 20s. Did you do shots? Oh, fireball. Yes, I think I saw it. Like the lunatic I am. Um, How did you feel? garbage-y. Yeah. Was garbage-y. it fun
1: during though? I imagine it was rage or fun at night.
0: Yeah. Well, it was during the day. We day drank because oh we're moms God. and we got to go to bed by like 10.
1: See, I'm a, I'm a party animal. I go to bed at like one every night of my life.
0: We went to Hooters though, twice to refill on drinks. Hooters makes a good drink. They also make a good chicken sandwich. I'm not mad at them. Their wings. I like Hooters wings. I don't know why people shit on them. Their wings are delicious. Mm-hmm. All right, but let's get to this question before we I guess, answer too I much. guess we'll
1: answer questions. All right,
0: all right. Let me preface this by saying that my marriage is amazing. That's not a good start. My husband is amazing. Our relationship is solid. We are solid. Where's the B-U-T? Wouldn't that be great if that's where it ended? It's like, I don't have advice for you. You seem happy. Okay. But in the last six months or so, I've been having a recurring dream about another man. <gasps> Clutch my pearls. A specific man that I'm casual friends with. I thought nothing of it. We interact a lot on Facebook. Never inappropriate contact. Not even flirting. Nothing. But now I find myself daydreaming about said man. I would never, ever follow through with these daydreams, but they're starting to bother me at this point because it's constant. He's not even sexy. Am I a horrible person, wife? I would like to start this by saying, no, you're not a horrible person or wife. You can't control your dreams. I've also had multiple sex dreams about barack obama multiple that doesn't mean i don't love my husband it doesn't mean i'm gonna go try to fuck barack obama it just means that i watch the news what if day. he did
1: show up and knock on your door
0: though he's on my list i mean okay. christian i think would be okay if i bone barack obama but yeah. michelle would not be
1: But no, So I've done that. I
0: had one about Dom DeLuise. If you guys remember who he was, it was like a BDSM sex dream. It was gross. It was a nightmare because it's Dom DeLuise. RIP. Um, I've had them about Joe Biden. I've had a lot of sex dreams about a lot of people that I don't intentionally plan on boning. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, you know what? Solid dream. That was good about it, it's fine. Now, I get that's a little bit different than your issue, because I just went through my list of politicians that apparently my brain is like, Jenna, you, you got to get it. You got to get that that D <laughs> for Democrat and dick. <laughs> I explained <laughs> the joke, which means Double D. Double D. Double D. That being said, if you're having these daydreams, you call them daydreams, and I guess not night dreams. So what's the deal? Like, is it... It says you're having a recurring dream about another man, but then you call it a daydream. So I'm wondering, is it like a night dream that you're like, that was a pretty hot dream that you start thinking about during the day? When are you thinking about him? Like, what is it about the relationship that's making your brain sort of get into it? I've always been under the impression personally, that's very difficult for me to have platonic friendships with heterosexual men, because I'm a heterosexual woman, um, just based on sometimes the dynamic can get a little weird. I, I do have some platonic male friends, but is it the kind of thing where my husband's gonna want me hanging out alone with that? You know what I mean? It does mm-hmm. create a little bit of a, of a weird situation. Now, if it's somebody you've known your whole life, they're like your best friend, whatever it is, you feel comfortable with them like your partner's okay with it, you know, that's a different world, but it is a little, it can be a little bit complicated. I've been in situations where it's gotten complicated. Um, If you're having a totally platonic relationship with this guy, I don't know how you've met him. Um, I don't know if your, your kids are involved together. And so you're in these sort of situations. I'm not really sure, but if you have a really solid friendship with someone who your maybe your brain's not attracted to but like you know hormones and pheromones and all that stuff is sort of leading you in another direction. Yeah, you could have those fantasies and think like oh well I'm getting this from this guy that maybe I'm not getting from my husband. Maybe that's something worth exploring like is there something missing in your relationship that you're maybe putting on this other guy? But maybe you're not. Maybe you just want to have you know a sex fantasy about somebody else. I mean marriage is long. That's fine. You're fine you're not a bad wife or person.
1: I mean, I agree with the whole, like you don't, you can't control your dreams. You're not acting on anything. If it's recurring, is it worth, you know, obviously you're, you were saying in the beginning, everything is solid. You're good. Is it worth just exploring if there is um, some sort of even boredom, whether it is like sexually or anything else, can you spice things up in your own relationship? If they are already spicy, then maybe it is just, you know, one of those phases. Like our brain does crazy things. There's no way to know, like, all the inner workings of our psyche and our conscious and <laughs> unconscious stuff going on. Um, you know, I don't think, no, I don't think you're a bad wife or anything like that. I, you know, look, I love Snoop Dogg. Do I think he's sexy? No. Jenna, don't laugh at me. <laughs> Jenna loves my love for Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Um, he's got swagger, okay? Do I tell my husband I love Snoop Dogg? Yeah. Does that make me a bad wife? No. Do I have an Instagram account dedicated to him for him to come find me? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> joking aside, I do not think you, there's anything wrong. I think the phase will pass. I think if it's bothering you, that's, that's what the issue is. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's starting to bother
0: you that you're having it. Um, well, that's the interesting part about her question <clears throat> because she's saying the daydreams are constant Yeah, and they're starting to bother her. That's very interesting to me because you think that you would, control, like you, in some form, be able to control a daydream enough to be like, oh, I'm starting to think about this. Let me put on a save by the bell
1: mm, reunion definitely. at, season you know.
0: 3 <laughs> so I'm actually listening to a podcast called Zach to the future, which is a uh, guy named Daschle who does Zach Morris's trash. And Mark Paul Gosler, and they're watching all the old Saved by the Bells and just like really breaking them down. And it's a great podcast. Highly recommend. Zach for the future. Anyways, yeah, yeah if you're getting irritated because you keep fantasizing, that does become a little bit of like a, a thing because you're starting to feel guilty. There's a reason you might feel, you know, guilty, because maybe you maybe you do have feelings for this guy and you're telling yourself you, you don't and that the daydreams are really random. But I don't know how. I don't know how accurate that is if you really delve into how you feel and your feelings on it because the constant daydreams and the fact that they're starting to like irritate you is a pretty telltale sign that, you know, something's wrong. So I don't, yeah,
1: I I don't. And again, we don't think that, you know, that makes you bad or at all. I think it's just worth exploring. Well, what is it? This guy, you said he's not sexy. It's not even that. So, but there there is some draw to him and maybe it's, you know, even though it might be uncomfortable, kind of digging into what, what is it about him and is that thing missing or just not as much in your own relationship? And can you work on it and make that area stronger? Maybe this guy is really funny and makes you laugh, right? Or maybe this guy, and you can talk about whatever interests like maybe you have a hobby or interest, you know, like what is it that, what is your friendship based off of first? Because you say you don't flirt. So it's not like this chemistry of flirtation or whatever, but maybe like, what is it that has drawn you to each other? And maybe it is building, building that connection with your husband, you know, around that or strengthening that part of your marriage. Like if you don't have something like a common bond of, hobbies, maybe you can start cooking together. I could list out all these cheesy things to do, but um, you, know, you know what I'm getting at. And then I'm trying to think too, you interact a lot on Facebook. Here's my thing. If you find yourself having these fantasies constantly, it is your responsibility and your decision to not be interacting then. I believe that's where that can make or break you, not a good person or a good wife in that extreme, but choosing right and wrong in the situation. Because if you um, are questioning this and it's bothering you and you don't do anything about it, then that's on you. So I, my advice overall would be disconnect, back up from this person. Not saying you have to like unfriend them, make it some big deal. And if you feel, and if you feel like you don't want to, and you feel sad or like upset by that, that says something deeper, and that's definitely worth exploring, and maybe even like talking to somebody or talking, you know, having a, a little chit chat with yourself with your hubs. I don't know. The hubs. Ooh, is well, lit. that's a tough thing.
0: I was almost gonna say that maybe it's I worth know, having a conversation like with your husband. You but until you know
1: don't. what's going on, or there is any action, yeah, there's no sense in bringing it up. Um, but yeah, you
0: do say we interact a lot on Facebook. Yeah. So you're almost fueling the fire there if you're daydreaming and then you're interacting with him all the time. Yeah, it's a little it's, bit... Yeah. Even if like, it's not flirtatious, at, yeah. what t- at what point does it cross the line into emotional cheating? And it doesn't seem like it's crossed that line now. But if you keep up this friendship and you keep having these daydreams and these fantasies yeah, you're, it, it's inappropriate. It is inappropriate. Even if he doesn't know, it, it's not an appropriate feeling to have about a friend because it's not like I'm over here like thinking, man, I I think about Christy all the time. What? And we're not you talking. Don't? I don't. That's messed up, man. I thought we like, had something. Christy has a rack on her. And I just <laughs> think about, you know what I mean? Like at that point, if I just kept talking to Christy, it'd be weird. It would be.
1: It's like, yeah, because then you are making that decision, right? Like that's the thing you can't control. Look, you can't control your dreams or daydreams. Even you can control your own actions though. Yeah. Let's talk about emotional cheating. Can we do that? Sure. It's our podcast. Can we fucking do it?
0: We can do whatever we want.
1: And, and good luck anonymous. Good luck to you out there. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I do you're, think not, you're not
0: a horrible person. Not at and all. And You're not We're, a terrible. We wife. we
1: are not judging. It's not bad. Just stop stop connecting if you feel the connection is getting weird at all in from on your end. You know, hundred percent. Don't don't risk. Don't play with fire. Like Jenna said, it's
0: playing with fire. You know, I've seen that happen, and I've yeah. seen it and very and poor, very poorly. Also, this is bad advice, but I'll give it. You said he's not that sexy. Focus on that. What's disgusting. About this Plutonic <laughs> friend. I'm kidding. That's really bad advice. You're like, well, he is hanging this. Yeah. Um,
1: Emotional cheating. I just want to throw out there. I feel like a very simple way to know emotional cheating for me is like, if you can't, if you would not say it or have that interaction in front of your husband, like to me, that's emotionally cheating. 100%. I know there's like different levels, but I think that's the tip of the iceberg
0: of it. You know? Yeah. I mean- I th- yeah i've I've known people that have had platonic friendships where they you know talk about things that i would not be comfortable if my husband talked to somebody else about and they're like oh but we're just friends and it's like well it's at some point like french you gotta think like are all your friendships like this right if you had, you know, a friend that was, you know, the the it's so hard because like there, you know, this world, there's so many different variations. Whatever.
1: But, yeah. And I know yeah. people can be attracted to both sexes, and that can be tricky, right? Because Yeah.
0: Like, but even, make, even still, if you're friends with somebody of the same sex and you both are um, you know, fuck, I'm trying to think of the best way to word word this. Could,
1: like potentially could have attraction for one another. Yeah, but I was looking for the specific
0: word, but now I can't, the word is, Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, but like, whatever, if you're, you know, friends with somebody and you're sexually attracted to them in any way, shape or form, but you're in another committed relationship, um, and you're still like, you're having feelings for this person, you're telling them your secrets and all of this stuff, and you're telling them things that you wouldn't tell your partner in a way that's not appropriate, then you got to like think about it. Don't talk about your sex life with a platonic friend that you're attracted to.
1: Well, but even if, because then I'll, I'll hear women though, cause I've had a friend that's like, I mean, it's not like I want to be with them. It's not like I'm like hot for them, but then I still think it's inappropriate because like in this case it was a man friend of hers, but to me it was an emotional cheating because uh, he was replacing a lot of that emotional stuff she was not talking about with her husband and and it got very very tricky and I viewed it that way and uh, even though someone might not admit it or want to admit it it's like it is it's just playing with fire and I know every situation's different
0: um, Mm -hmm. but especially if you complain about your partner to this friend that's bad don't do that no. Again, if you if you're not sexually attracted to them, and it's really just a platonic thing, you don't think about them that way. That's totally fine. You're having like, like sexual daydreams about this person. The interaction can be ve- like it's such oh, a slippery slope. Yeah,
1: and and I know like in in her specific case, she's saying like it wasn't flirty, it wasn't whatever, but it's just any interaction with. With that, for that case, is it's and unnecessary
0: maybe, at that. Yeah, point. and maybe you don't think it's flirty. Maybe he does.
1: Oh yes. Can I? Can I tell you from an extrovert person who didn't think I was a flirt? How many people told me I was, and I really was not trying to flirt. I, I'm, I'm social. I would say this to the girl at then in the bar. I would, you know, but yeah. guys would be like, I totally like got the wrong impression or whatever because guys, if If a girl, well, again, we, we can't say gender, but like for my experience, um, men would definitely take things I said and run with it thinking that it was, you know, like a sign for them that it was an open door when really I'm just friendly as fuck. An open zipper. An open zipper. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, I'm less so, I treat everybody pretty similarly, so I, I've never actually had anybody tell me that I'm a I'm a flirt, which is good. They'll tell me you're disgusting. Your friend's a little bit perverted. Wow, she likes to talk about serial killers. But no, never anybody saying uh, you were being inappropriate with flirting. Just being. Mine isn't flirting
1: because I'm not really flirty by nature. It's that like they I think I make people feel comfortable. And I think men can also, when they feel comfortable, feel like they can be vulnerable and open, and they may just get feelings easier that way. And yeah. think, think that you're there too,
0: because Christy. You, yeah. In all honesty, if yeah. I had a penis, I would take it out in front of you in a heartbeat.
1: Totally. Thank right. you. I'd put a bow on it. Would you put it in a box?
0: All right. That was <laughs> a box. in yeah. a box. Girl. Wow.
1: That escalated
0: quickly. It did. All right. But anyways, just to sum this up (laughs) in your heart, you know, when you're doing something wrong, trust your instinct. If you're doing something that, you know, is teetering on the verge, get that shit in check. Especially if your marriage is strong, if it's solid, it's, it's fine. If you've been married a long time, these things happen. You got to like, fuck the same person for the rest of your life. It's totally normal for your brain to be like, I wonder what this dick is like, or I wonder what this vagina is like. It's totally fine to you know think, think those ways and fantasize. It's totally normal. You're gonna be with the one person, hopefully if things work out for the rest of your life. So give yourself the human sort of courtesy to know that you're a person, we're all sexual beings, a lot of it's biology, and there's nothing wrong with being attracted to somebody else It only becomes wrong if you instigate, if you, again, play with fire, if you do something that in your heart, you know, is exacerbating the situation and you're pushing the limit. Now, even if you're not having an inappropriate conversation, if you talk to a platonic friend all the time and you're fantasizing about them, that's not, that's not great because I have my best friends, I don't talk to all the time. You know what I mean? Like if you're talking to somebody on an everyday basis, it seems like that's a, that's a lot for any friendship. Yeah. That's what I'll say about that.
1: I talk to myself every day.
0: I do. I talk to the mirror. <laughs> Shall we do some moms in the news?
1: Moms in.
0: We're in... out of breath. No, this is a good moms in the news. It's a fun one. I'm excited. Bring it. It's sweet. It's sweet to break, to break up the fact that last week I was like, filed on those things we don't give a shit about. Yeah. This is in from North Carolina, North or sorry. Yeah. North Charleston police host a baby shower for new moms. Isn't that sweet?
1: Aww.
0: So it's the North uh, Charleston police department. They're working to provide educational resources for expectant mothers in the low country. With the title "A Baby Changes Everything," the event includes a baby shower where mothers receive gi- gifts, and it's taking place actually next Saturday morning. If anybody here listens mm-hmm. near the Low Country, I don't know what that means. Uh, organizers say the event includes vendors from around the Low Country who will pre- uh, present brief workshops on traveling with a baby, healthy lifestyle choices, postpartum depression, breastfeeding, and more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah, this is really exciting. We created this event because we had infant deaths. In order to give back to the community and possibly save some lives, we created this event for new and expectant mothers to educate them and equip them with different resources on how they can take care of their baby safely. The events actually drive in style to allow, obviously, for social distancing. Uh, During the event, participants will remain in their cars and they'll be able to review the presentation on a large screen. They also learned how they will learn how to properly prepare newborns for bed. So isn't that really cool? Yeah, I love that. They're going to have raffle and door prizes too, including cribs, diaper bags, strollers, and Mm. infant sleepers. So this is really great. Is Um, there there
1: any like GoFundMe or like donate button attached
0: to that article? Uh, it does not say so. I think that comes from their own budget organizations, including I serve with joy and bundles of joy diaper bank. They provide additional gifts, including diapers, clothes for the babies and gifts for the new mom. Yeah, this is really great. And organizers say that infant deaths have decreased in North Charleston since the event launched in 2017. Wow. So they're really doing their part to, they saw an issue and they thought of a way to um, correct it. And I, I love, love stories like that, especially with all the um, negativity about police in the news these days, yes. which we don't want to take away from everything that is happening is uh, tragic and we do need yes it's some real intense. change. But it is really nice to see a police department seeing a need in the community and doing something to make where they live a little bit of a safer place and that's
1: yeah let's that's make a nice this story. america safer place here she goes yeah. here she goes. shut <laughs> her off turn me <laughs> off all right all right well thank you guys and we will see you next week yeah
0: bright and early bye. no that's bye. wrong bye and we love you bye
1: thanks for listening if you have any questions write us at badass with a k moms at gmail.com You can find the lovely Jenna on Instagram at Noshing the Suburbs and Six Cool Moms with Two X's on Facebook. Find me, Christy, on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Fierce Mama Christy or Fierce Mama Coaching. Feel free to share our podcast and give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts if you like what you hear. Don't forget to keep being your badass self.